welcome to Speak Up Talk Radio. I am Pat Rulo, and I'm so happy to share a recent Positive Change Podcast Award winner with you. Actually, two podcasts. She is Grace Salmon, host of the radio show titled The Storytellers, broadcast on Authors on the Air Global Radio Network, where each episode captures the stories of authors and others who choose to leave their mark on the world through the art of story. The second winning podcast is titled Launchpad, the radio show that celebrates book releases and the authors who create them. Grace is the founder of Author Talk Network, a member of the Women Fiction Writer Association, Women's National Book Association, and she is the director of membership for one of the fastest growing Facebook groups, Bookish Road Trip, which I hope we can talk about later. She is currently working on several anthologies, sketching out her next novel, collaborative book titled Sharp Tips for Exceptional Writing. There's so much more, but we just need to to get to Grace. So welcome to the network, Grace. Pat, thank you so much for all you do. Thank you. I feel the same about you. When I listen to your podcast, I was just so appreciative of how you handle them and pull all of that information out of your really excellent guests. And so congratulations on winning the Positive Change Podcast Award for both the Storytellers and Launchpad. I am so excited. You know, I think those of us who do podcasting and radio shows in general do it because of a love of communication, lifting others up. And of all the awards, I'm so honored to get yours because you give back in such an important way. So thank you for what you do with your nonprofit work. I appreciate that, and I appreciate you. All right, my friend, before we delve into your podcast, maybe I gave it just a tiny little taste of who you are. There's so much more going on in your background. If you'd like, just give us a little brief peek into Gray Salmon. Oh, I live in Sarasota, Florida. Um, I never thought I would live in Florida, but I was working as an educational consultant here and then wound up having to be here 20 days a year doing that. And then when I retired, I thought, now what do I do? And um, from that, I wrote a book called The Eves, um, E-V-E-S, and it was really me trying to solve the puzzle of what do we do with the second, third, whatever is left of our lives, because apparently retirement was not one of those things I was meant to do. So I'm having an incredible time um, writing and working with other authors, and the two radio shows really were quite a surprise. So I'm just delighted to be part of this community. Well, take us on that journey, because I think a lot of folks you know, find themselves maybe in the position you were in. Um, and then decide to write a book. And, and how does that morph into podcasting and radios? How did that happen for you? Oh, Pat, I'm so glad you asked that story because it is such a great story. I believed, as many first-time novelists do, that, you know, my book would come out, Morgan Freeman and Sandra Bullock would star in it, and I would live happily ever after. Um, that doesn't happen in the world of novels. And my novel was my fourth book. So I just thought it would happen. The first three books were in the area of education and then the novel. And in today's day and age, especially in a day and age when you decide to publish at the start of the pandemic, you had to really begin to master social media. And quite honestly, that was anathema to me. Five years, not five years ago, three and a half years ago, I did not have a Facebook account. I wasn't on Instagram. I thought anybody who thought they had real friends through social media were fairly sad people. 
And, of course, then I embraced it, and I have many, many, many virtual friends who I work closely with. But one of the things that happened was I gave an interview on a radio station, which was called SOB Radio. And it stood for, isn't that great, SOB. And it stood for Spunky Old Broad. And I laughed. And the woman who who owned the station um, did an interview with me. We did an hour-long gig. And I had such a great time. And she called me the next day and said, Grace, you need to have your own radio show. And I was like, I can't do that, Gail. I'm done. Didn't you read my book? I'm done. And she said, Grace, I did read your book. Every single one of your characters is trying to tell you, you are not done. So don't be done. Have a radio show. And that was the start of the storytellers. And then with storytellers, I realized how much not only did I not know about the world of trying to launch a book, so many other authors don't embrace the marketing and everything else. So I decided to create the Launchpad series, which you so kindly recognized as well, which is to celebrate book releases and the authors that create them. And in that process, I realized there's so much that authors today don't know about writing, publishing, and marketing their books. And it is a tough journey, but it is a journey that is very uplifting, and there's a great community out here. So then I had the idea to write three books on uh, Launchpad, The Countdown to Writing Your Book, Marketing Your Book, and Publishing Your Book. And those are all now out. Don't you just love organic journeys? I mean, none of this is planned, and you're just wandering around following the breadcrumbs. It's like, okay, I'll I'll go where you lead. (laughs) I would, I would love to say that I have had a, a plan, mm-hmm. but I've created two nonprofits, two not-for-profits. I'm in the process of creating a third not-for-profit, and uh, I am very much a spaghetti-against-the-wall yeah. kind of woman. I do, I do a lot of mentoring of people who want to um, start their own businesses or start their own podcasts, and I say, you know, if you need a plan, I am not your girl. Mm-hmm. I can tell you steps. I can give you a lot of good advice, but I am a spaghetti against the wall kind of girl. And so far it's turned out fairly well. Oh, I love that. It resonates so well with me because I am the <laughs> same way. I I don't think I've ever had a plan. I love your mental picture of the spaghetti against the wall because, uh, yeah, that kind of explains it, doesn't it? If it sticks, it sticks. If it doesn't, it wasn't ready. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the storytellers came first, Launchpad was second, and I'm sure that as you're moving along and moving forward with these, one feeds into the next, and or do you find that they're different, or are they the same? Maybe just give us a feel for the two and how they are similar or different. They're, well, they're similar in that they both focus on people who choose to leave their mark on the world through the art of story. That's kind of my my core belief. I have uh, the tagline to my novel, The Eves, is when our stories are told, everything changes. And I really believe that. So with the storytellers, it's a single guest. We run 20 minutes on Authors on the Air, Global Radio Network, and we air in about 153 countries. And that's 20 minutes, one guest, but I want to know the whole story. How did they come to storytelling? I don't ask typically the question about, like, what's your writing day like? I want to know what mark they want to leave. Mm-hmm. And what is their um, raison d'etre for writing? Why is the 
that their story. But I've also had the incredible privilege of not having people who just are authors, although that is the bulk of the cast list, if you will. I've done Nobel Peace Prize winners. I've done um, Hollywood producers. And that's, that's, of course, a different way of telling a story. When I did Terry Ruth, who won the um, Nobel Prize along with Al Gore several years ago, or many years ago now, um, you know, she was telling the Earth's story. So I love that one-on-one time with a guest. Launchpad is four authors at a time, and they are launching their books. So they tend to be newer authors. Um, the I, I love it because the dynamic is so great. Sometimes they know each other. Sometimes they do not. But I love finding the common thread between their stories, whether it's a family saga or um, best-kept secrets or um, how do you find your inner strength to transform yourself. That's where I, I love to play in that arena to build commonalities. And then to help uh, readers find their next best book and fall in love with their next author. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different formats, but both extremely valuable. Um, I always like the one-on-one. You can really delve into the person's background, find out what makes them tick and what makes them work. But um, having a group is also just the dynamics and watching that dynamic unfold. And I'm sure then they become friends afterwards if they didn't know each other ahead of time. Well, one of the things we do in the Launchpad series is we decided to make it a double a double experience, if you will. So they get the radio show, but they also get uh, five five hours of marketing coaching in a cohort. So we're about to start our next season in August, and we have forty authors who have signed on with us, and they get to not only have their radio show, but they get to network once a month. They get marketing coaching support from my colleague, Mary Helen Sheriff, the author marketing coach. And they then begin to cross-support each other across social media, which is so important. Absolutely. Is that part of your Author Talk Network? No, Author Talk Network was definitely a spaghetti against the wall kind of thing. It um, began before the first radio show when I was seeking platforms to talk about my novel, to support other authors. And what we did was we created Author Talk Network, and the website is authortalknetwork.com. And we have a series of, I think, 17 different topics that we can talk on. Anything from being a ghostwriter to research to character development. And we are not as active as we were when we first started because we started it during COVID and many of us have picked up in other directions. But we do have a free ebook that you can download called, uh, as you mentioned it, the um, Sharp Tips for Effective Writing. And that's a free ebook and anybody can go to that website and download. Excellent. What's the website again? It's author talk network, one word, dot com. Excellent. AuthorTalkNetwork.com. All right. Well, tell us also about Bookish Road Trip, because that's a new Facebook group that's really gaining traction. Bookish Road Trip is my favorite place to hang out on the Internet. <laughs> uh, we have a Facebook group of almost 5,200 members. When I took over as director of membership, about, oh, 18 months ago, I think we had 1,400 members. We're about to celebrate our third birthday in August. 
I love it because it is a reader and writer focused group. We have a website, we have regular programming, we have an Instagram site, we have three different newsletters. We've got a generic newsletter, a book club newsletter, and a newsletter for authors so that they can learn about different ways to engage with us. We don't do a lot of giveaways, although we do, I think, once, twice a year maybe. But it's really a community of readers and writers to talk about uh, certainly what they're reading, but we we run it like um, a regular corporation. The management team has four quarterly meetings. It's, it's, It's a lot of work, but it is so much fun to interact and learn from others. And uh, so we do a lot of travel. We do a lot of bookish things. And so, yeah, bookish road trip over on Facebook, Instagram, website, all of the things. Oh, my gosh. You have really immersed yourself into this author world. And, um, <laughs> yeah, there's just so much going on. I don't even know how you have time to handle all of this. Well, I'm retired, remember? There you go. Okay. <laughs> and so fun, so fun. So your podcast, um, are you always actively looking for guests or are you screening guests that come to you? How does that work if folks are interested, say, in be- being a guest on one of your podcasts? That's been a really interesting iteration. I think that anybody who starts a podcast is nervous about where do I get my guests? And I was very, very nervous. It was a little bit different because it also airs on um, Authors on the Air Global Radio Network. So I could reach to the CEO of that, Pam Stack, and say, I need guests. Help me. Um, because unfortunately, when I was on um, SOB radio, the woman, uh, Gail Carson, who ran it, she was supposed to be guest number six. And she died two days before. Oh. My, uh, yeah, and you know, she was just amazing. 86 years old, oh. had breast cancer, worked up until the day before she died, I think. Mm. So, um, just an amazing inspiration and, um, somebody who you, you want to be a spunky old broad mm-hmm. if you knew her. Yeah. Uh, so then I popped over to Authors on the Air. But going back to your question about how do you get your guests, I learned early on that I wanted, um, and needed you know, that first-time novelist. And I didn't know what I was doing. I think the average podcaster only lasts five episodes before they give up. It's a very short window for people. Um, I'm going into episode 100 on storytellers, and um, I think uh, Launchpad is relatively new. I think we just taped episode 22 yesterday, so that would be 88 guests, though, because it's got the four people at mm-hmm. a time. So, um, and we have two different storytellers is now by invitation only, but I get requests all of the time. Sure. And if I can um, accommodate them, that guest, and uh, I, I, I think that they're a good match, I, I'm always happy to do that. And I always want to strike the balance on storytellers between the idea of being able to have somebody like and Elaine Goldsmith-Thomas, who wrote Friends and wrote Grace and Frankie, or Jeff Arch, who wrote Sleepless in Seattle, or Coming Up, or uh, Karen Allen, who starred in the original um, Indiana Jones. So I want to stri- strike that balance, or Beth Brode, who actually got Prince's career started. So I want to strike that balance now between 
famous people that I am so um, a fangirl struck by and an author that just has a really interesting story that, you know, may even be a debut novelist. So increasingly I get to do invitation only, but um, I have several coming up in the fall that are um, people that just, you know, I read their book and they were interesting, so I reached out to them. Mm-hmm. So that's Storytellers, and we're booked until January oh. on that. And then Launchpad is actually something we really hesitated with. It is a pay-to-play platform, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they get all that marketing support for it. Um, and then they get the radio show and graphics and networking and all of that. Um, we have partnered with a couple of groups to help bring us guests. Uh, one of our favorites is She Writes Press. Oh, I know that. Which yeah. is a wonderful... Yeah, Brooke Warner is just amazing. And her her clients um, at the Hybrid Press, She Writes Press, um, are so devoted to Brooke. She'll send out an email and we'll fill the season in two days. Sure. But uh, we always open it before we go to Brooke or any of the other presses that we partner with. We always open it to individuals first. So and we're booked until December. <laughs> I love all of this. Oh yes, I like it. Well, you're in the business, you know how. You know how I, crazy making, fun, hard work, yep. energizing, all of those. Yep, energizing is probably the biggest. I'm energized by hard work, so maybe that's a little nutty, but uh, it works for me. Yeah, and she writes press recently for our third quarter. Here they are sponsoring a hundred dollar prize for uh, the women's fiction category. Wonderful. Yeah. So we're, we're starting to do some work with them as well. So it's very easy to see how your podcast helps others, but how has it helped you? What has it done for you? You know, it transformed me from being done to totally not being done. <laughs> um, I turned, I turned 70 in a few weeks. And that is a daunting number to me. But when I wrote my novel, it really is the main character, Jessica Barnett. She's pretty sure she's done. She has lost her role as mother. She, um, Her parents are deceased. Her career is going nowhere by her own, her own shooting herself in the foot over and over again. And I thought, okay, I'm going to write this novel. It's going to be great. Morgan Freeman, Sandra Bullock. And then I'm done. Yep. So the idea of tapping back into being creative mm-hmm. is, you know, I, I, every Friday on my Instagram and my Facebook group, I post a charcuterie board, which was by, was an accident. It was a total accident. It was, you know, I was posting these incredible posts about my novel, getting very little traction. I posted one charcuterie board and all of a sudden I was like, 300 people wanted to know my charcuterie board secrets. But I love the idea of creating. And if I have a hallmark, it's about creating, you know, creative collaboration. How do we work effectively with others? So the idea that um, my characters, not myself. I, I, I know uh, you talk to a lot of authors, and we know that uh, for us, our characters are very, very real. But my characters taught me to not be done. Mm-hmm. And that has been an amazing learning curve, stressor, and so energizing. Yes. 
I saw your charcuterie boards on um, Instagram <laughs> too, and they were each one was getting better and better. I thought, yeah, wh- where's my invitation? <laughs> Anytime, Pat. <laughs> so as far as podcasting, what surprised you about it? Because when you entered, you didn't know anything about it. You were a guest on a radio show, and there you were deciding to to do your own show. What surprised you, either good or not so good? Um, I think the surprise was the back of the house stuff. Mm-hmm. How do you get it on all of those places? Mm-hmm. And um, that was that's not something I didn't enjoy that learning curve. I now have an intern, thank goodness for uh, Zoe. She does that for me now. I love having an intern because you know I come out of the background of education, so to be able to have somebody who I can have as an intern is just wonderful. But I think it was the back of the house. Oh, my goodness. How do I do all of this? Mm-hmm. Uh, initially, it was definitely getting the guests. Uh, was, I, I didn't know how to do that. So the, that was the downside of it. The upside is just expanding, really, a friend network. I know that when you and I finish today, um, we will plot and plan something wonderful. I don't know what that will be, but I'm absolutely sure we will find some way to collaborate or share or to share friends or to share guests or to share a charcuterie. Yep. Oh, you are absolutely <laughs> right. It's so, so true. Yes, in the back end, that's just foreign to most people, even the whole process of editing and, and producing and, and, you know, getting it out there. It's just Seems like it's daunting, but once you delve into it, you figure it all out. So any advice for current or potential podcasters? Because I know there's so many people that want to get involved. And as you mentioned, they do and then don't last very long. So any tips or secrets you can share? Oh, you know, I I spend a lot of time not giving advice except when asked. So you ask. I asked. (laughs) You did ask. I think, first of all, know why you're doing it. And I would say that's the same about why are you writing a book. When I went to my publisher with my idea for my novel, uh, he sat me down probably for a half hour. I kept on saying, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? And that drilling down helped me figure that out. So I think that it's important for podcasters to find out why they're doing it. And I think it's okay to say I'm doing it because I want to promote my own book. But then I think you have to get into a conversation with yourself about how are you going to do that? How are you going to do that gracefully? I very rarely mention um, any of my seven books on either of my shows. If there's a direct correlation, I might. If they if they ask a question back, I might. Um, but I, I that, but that's me. I, I know another podcaster, and I really enjoy her show. She introduces her show every single time with, hi, I'm the author of, and I hope that you find my book, and here's my website, and she closes her show the same way. Mm -hmm. So I think the first thing would be know why you're doing it, because that will set the tone, and that's an important thing for you to figure out, and then figure out that you don't have to do it alone. And I would say don't worry about the back of the house as much. I still agonize about the sound, is my sound good enough? Is my lighting good enough? Because we're actually what you call a vodcast for your listeners. We, we air and tape in both video and audio. Um, so I, I would say don't worry, you know, do your homework ahead of time, but don't worry about it. And then find groups on social media 
that you can interact with and ask questions of. Thank you for that. And as you were saying this, I was also kind of hearkening back to what we were talking about earlier about the organic journey and the spaghetti on the wall. I think it's okay for upcoming and current new podcasters to realize that they need to know the why they're doing it, but they may not necessarily know exactly how it's going to turn out and that it's okay to be organic about it. That if you find that, whoa, I'm heading in this direction, or maybe I need to tweak this or this works better or stop what I'm doing here and revamp. That's okay. That organic journey through the beginning phases of a podcaster's life, I think is okay until you find out what resonates with you and your audience. Oh, absolutely. And I think that you know, now that I've been doing storytellers almost two years, um, I do make it a little bit about more about what intrigues me. Mm-hmm. You, you know, mm-hmm. in the beginning, I, and I still don't make it about me, but I have to say, I, I'm, I love it when I have the opportunity to talk to somebody I never thought I'd have the opportunity to mm-hmm. speak with. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I think that it is absolutely, you know, we we are here too short a time to not be doing things we love. Right. So that, that's another part of the formula, right? So it should be organic. And if you find out you're not loving it, it's okay to not do it. Exactly. Exactly. And I think it also resonates and shines through. If you're interviewing people that that you want to learn from, I think that translates into into the way you interview folks and the conversations that you have, and then it's received that way from your listeners. So, um, yeah, it really does stem from your love of doing what it is that you do. It does. And I think the other limit that I struggle with right now, and, and there's a solution to it, is the radio station really wants 20 minutes. And uh, the format used to be 30 minutes. Now it's a 20-minute format, and I can easily, you know, invite somebody twice, you know, back-to-back, and we can tape them back-to-back if I want. So there is a fix for 20 minutes. But 20 minutes keeps me very focused as an interviewer. But I so want so many times to go, I don't need another 20. I just want another 10. Yes. Oh, I get that. You know, from a a listener standpoint, I think um, 20 is a really – kind of the golden uh, amount of time. It's not too much, not too little, but I agree as an interviewer, it's like, oh my, I still have a few more little nuggets I want to pull out of you, but I guess we don't have time. (laughs) All right, my friend, we've kind of wandered about, which is always good. Anything we missed that you wanted to highlight today? Uh, No, you're, you're doing such a masterful job of this. It's always a pleasure to listen to your shows and to also just now to be a guest. What a treat. And I would just say that, you know, together we all lift each other up. So find your community and lift each other up. Ah, you are so good. Why don't we then, as we begin to wrap up, share any and all contact information where you want folks to go to find out more about you, your books, your podcasts. Give us the place. You can find everything at Grace Salmon, which is not spelled like the fish, but is said like the fish. Mm -hmm. It is spelled S. S-A-M-M-O-N. So gracesalmon.net, not dot com, gracesalmon.net. You can find all about Storytellers, Launchpad, uh, Author Talk Network, all about me. Um, 
look at the trailer for my novel, The Eves. Invite me to your book club. I love talking to book clubs. If you are a listener who loves book clubs, I'd love to um, bring my novel and myself into your book club virtually. And if you are a writer, we have a wonderful series called Launchpad, the Countdown to Writing Your Book, Launchpad, the Countdown to Publishing Your Book, and Launchpad, mm-hmm. the Countdown to Marketing Your Book. And I'd love you to check us out. And please, anybody can always email me at grace at grace. Salmon.net. I respond to every email. I will say that email is sometimes a little pesky, so if you don't hear from me right away, email me again. When I listened to your podcast, I was hoping that you would win so that we would have this opportunity and now we can be friends. Grace Salmon, host of the Storytellers Launchpad, GraceSalmon.net. You are just the best. Thank you for today. Let's do something wonderful in the future and uh, thank you for being a guest on our show too. Thanks for all you do, Pat.